Thanks for being with us on a Monday edition of the program. You know, we left a lot of things, folks, on the table with Michael's segment. So many things to get into when he shows up. Uh, but he covered a lot of territory, too. And you're just reading so much that's coming out from these different presentations that are happening, Ramya. It's it's pretty amazing. It is. And there's so much great specific information for, you know, your kind of disability or solution or accommodation. That's very, very helpful. And I love how Michael goes through all that for us. Yeah. It's a nice way to zero in on the things that, you know, something may not matter to you or, or that might be the difference to make something matter to you uh, when, when he takes that angle or any of our contributors do. And I just, I love that because there's so many things I think, oh, I don't know, I hear, hear of that, I'd never use it. And then when they break it down, it's like, oh, Oh, it's simpler than I thought and accessible. So really nice. Time to get into a little sports conversation. The host and producer of the Neutral Zone joins us, Brock Richardson. As a former athlete, I eat, sleep, and breathe everything sports. I'm Brock Richardson. Join me every Monday for your weekly sports highlights and our take on the weekend action. Brock, thanks for being with us on a Monday. Nice to have you after a busy weekend in sports. What's your leadoff? So I have two things for you. Um, Number one is that we learned yesterday that Andrew Wiggins was re-signing or extending himself with the Golden State Warriors, $109 million over four years. Uh, The reason I bring that one to you is because, for those of you that don't remember, Wiggins is in fact Canadian. So... Uh, Very cool, and uh, the Golden State Warriors always have this way of figuring out how to be in the mix when the season comes to a close. They're just, they know how to play basketball in that culture and how much they've won over time. I just think it, it breathes into it. So Andrew Wiggins is obviously a piece that they're going to continue to uh, build around, so that's Kind of cool news. Uh, any thoughts from you on that one, Kelly? Uh, not a bad price. Um, I think that's pretty good for someone of his talent. If things, I, I know a lot of time we said, where is he? When's he going to show up and be Andrew Wiggins that uh, we talked about as he emerged onto the scene? We're seeing a lot more of that now. His 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 importance to that team is paying off, especially as you put the right people around him, and especially as some of the others are are starting to age and they're adding those younger pieces to it. He's still able to to be there. To to do and we're seeing that ah that's the Andrew Wiggins that we wanted to see that maturity and that growth so 109 four years yeah I don't think too bad not cheap certainly not like a, a home you know not a hometown discount if he if he had signed with the Raptors or anything like that uh and and thought of doing something like that but definitely um I think uh, makes people start saying hey and we know that the money's there in the NBA to do it yes it is 100% and you know I I I just look at something like that. You know, I, I look at an Andrew Wiggins and I think, you know, wouldn't he just fit so nicely on the Toronto Raptors? Nice uh, Canadian story, sure. But he does fit nicely with what Golden State is trying to do. And, you know, you always have to have that piece to kind of build yourself around. And, and I think they've they've done that. So it's Well, it's, I love him playing good. for Team Canada. So if we can get him that much, I'll be happy if that's his involvement with Canadian soil. Agreed, 100%. Uh, second leadoff item is that Canada uh, played wheelchair rugby and they finished fifth overall at the World Championships. They um, lost their quarterfinal against the United States, 53-51. Uh, but then they went on to beat both 
New Zealand and France to ultimately give them a fifth place finish. Oh, okay. So would you categorize that kind of event as a success or a disappointment? We are right smack dab in the middle of our quadrennial in sports. Uh, when you look at the Olympic and Paralympic calendar, I, I think with the team that they have built around um, them, speaking of pieces, you know, they've got um, Travis Morrell and Zach Modell, who are both Paralympic veterans. I think if you cornered uh, Wheelchair Rugby Canada and said, was this a success? I, I f- feel like the answer would be yes, because it puts them in a good position uh, for the Paralympic Games. But then you'd also have to ask them, if we're looking at this from a perspective of a world championship, I think they were hoping that they uh, would have got on the podium. Uh, they They lost a game... Uh, over the tournament where, you know, you kind of look at this and you kind of think, okay, had we won that one, we would have finished, you know, second in the pool and then we would have had a quote-unquote easier opponent, which would not have resulted in in the United States. It would have been someone of a lesser uh, quality for sure. But I think overall, if you look at this and you say, well, we're halfway through the quadrennial, we want to get to the Paralympic Games, we have bigger goals. Yeah, it's probably a success. But if we split it up and say, was it a success for the world championships? I would argue probably not. Okay, sir. All right, very good. Um, last week we missed you because of the holiday. There's something you've been kind of wanting to give us an update on something you've kept us posted so far on. Yes. So uh, as you know, Hockey Canada has been under a lot of fire due to the things that have gone on, and they have um, made it so that their board of directors is uh, completely gone, so there will be new uh, board of directors. The hope is that by December, uh, there will be a new uh, board in place. I I do think that this is the the step that needs to take place. I don't necessarily think we're done. I think we need to... The board only does so much. I think we need to look at from top to bottom where we are. But as I've said in in many different ways, we need to see physical change. And I believe this is a this, the start of this. And it's, it's kind of a big deal for Canadians to look and say, well, this is the thing that we can, you know, point our finger to and say, we, we, we can see change. The other big question, Kelly, that I'm curious what you would say, how important for you do you believe a name change is for Hockey Canada or is not? I think people make something out of name changes. The reality is you want a cultural change. The reality is it's going to take time for people to even remotely buy into the fact that you've made these changes. You have to really foster your culture of transparency. In in my opinion, bringing it, it's like when people say bring those big names in of people who have who have dealt with some of the stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, okay. But we also have the basic function of what Hockey Canada is to be. There are some terrible mistakes that have been made here. People needed to be, be, they needed a different look, needed different people. But at the grassroots of what Hockey Canada does, it still has to function. You've This has all been set up where these other leagues that are running, that are underneath, if you want to call it that, or... or um, respond to Hockey Canada, are doing so. They're able to carry on and function. We need them to, first and foremost, 
do what they're supposed to do. And we need certain transparency to show that some of the ridiculous ideas that have been allowed to permeate and stink up the place mm-hmm. are gone and not returning. Yeah, I well, agree. Go ahead, Rami. If I could just add, and I think you're really right about that part, Kels, where people make something out of dot, dot, dot. And when you say name change, Brock, I think that even if we know, you know, change the name of Hockey Canada, we laughed a couple of weeks ago about, you know, Justin Trudeau's take on all of that and and think, well, yeah, but that doesn't really mean anything. But I think for us as people, we need that signifying factor. We need to, that symbolism of change being happening and that people aren't dragging their feet on this and if that means a name change that that that's going to make this uh feel like something's happening for us because that's the way we perceive it then it would make a difference right yeah yeah, yeah. I, th- I think to your point though Ramia, when we did laugh about it last week I-, I think there was a portion of what justin trudeau said regarding look if you guys think you're the only ones that can run hockey canada mm-hmm you you have to be kidding and and you know there are there are many canadians that are you know suited to do the job who that who that is remains to be seen of course but it, it almost felt like to me like hockey canada was you know sort of feeling like oh we're in, invisible and we don't we don't we can't be touched oh uh, yeah well yeah. okay take take away money from everybody and watch how fast people say no i i can't do this anymore because at the end of all this money is the the moving factor in all this and it, and if some of the big sponsors have come out and said look we're not funding this because we don't see a change and and when you have no money you guys can be as bullish as you want and say we're going to stay in in place but the fact is if you have no money you can't run an organization and it, it's just that simple and i i think that that's sort of you know, Justin Trudeau, to me, was sort of the jumping point of everyone realizing, well, even though we're kind of laughing and it's kind of in in jest what he's saying, he's got a point. And some of the sponsors may have turned around and said, no, we're not doing this. Because shortly thereafter, a whole bunch of sponsors said, yeah, about the money you thought you were getting, no moss. Yeah, but, so. what, but what sponsors want to be associated with that? And that's oh, really don't. what it comes down to. They're, it's bad business for them. And that's what some people will have the attitude. Oh, they're just doing that because it's bad business. We all know nobody needs anything huge to fall on them to know what was being done was wrong. Uh, you can spin it and justify how come and, and come up Resist. with any answer you want. But, you know, you have, a, you have a building filled with manure. Putting a new paint job on it doesn't change what it is. You know, no, and You do need the, a, a sense of a different way of looking at things and people to take ownership and say, okay, we made mistakes, so we're stepping aside. You can't have such a big ego that the only person that can run this, it doesn't matter what we decide or do, we're doing it for the better. You can't move us out of here. Goodbye. Yeah. The other thing I want to point out, because it was a narrative that I saw and I've continued to see, is that national sports organizations are also referred to as NSOs. Also, this is you're putting yourself on notice to make sure that your ducks are in a row and you know what's going on in your sports organization. Because again, if we're sitting here and acting like Hockey Canada is the only one to make mistakes, we we need to look at that too. Because other national sports organizations will need to be sure that everything in their organization, whether sexual assault or something, you know, else 
everyone needs to be aligned and, and knowing that they're doing this. And trust me, the government is probably thinking, let's go check out some other NSOs and seeing what we can what we can find here and, and make sure that, you know, our T's are crossed and, di- and I's are dotted. I, I think that that's a real big thing. So to me, NSOs, National Sports Organization, you have now been put on notice to make sure that your ducks are in a right. row because there, you cannot be naive to think, again, Hockey Canada is the only one to do this, and that's simple. So no. watch and yeah. learn and yeah. lead by example. Uh, before we had to go, the Toronto Blue Jays, Blue Jays were eliminated since the last time you joined us. So what do you think the biggest need is for the team at this point? The biggest need is pitching. The biggest need is you need to have another starter or two in there that's going to solidify this team. The other real big need is you need to have a left-handed bat in the middle of this order to make something happen. This this lineup is very right-handed heavy. Yes, the talent is there. I hear all that, but we've got to see change in some way, shape, or form. We cannot be like the Toronto Maple Leafs where we just run everything back and say, we're going to get this done eventually because that's been proven. It's not working. There has to be some significant change on this team to make them a better team. Yes, the talent is there. No one argues that, but you need to add pieces around this. And to me, there's a reason John Snyder hasn't been extended do i think that's ultimately what's going to happen yes but nobody gave him a ringing endorsement so we need to decide what we're doing with the manager before we can move on beyond that Mm -hmm. going to be a lot of parts that have to be moved around people who we love and think are great out there for that team you won't see them next march when when spring training opens some of them are going to have to be used to make some moves but brock it's so hard because we keep making moves and still keep coming up short even when people fully believe on paper, this is the best team. Thanks, pal. Thank you. Brock Richardson, of course, hits us with the latest sports on Mondays. He's got great update and uh, some great thoughts that he shares with us on the program. Plus, check him and the gang out on the Neutral Zone, Tuesdays, 11 a.m. on AMI-audio, also available on YouTube as a video podcast. Up next, Michelle Toucher. Uh, excuse me, Michelle Tocher uh, the, uh, will be t- uh, here to talk to us a little bit about an interesting drama we're going to hear on AMI-audio. Please stick around here on Kelly and Company.